0: You are now in tune to a 726 studio production yo what's up and welcome back to another episode of planet josh today i have one of the most annoying persons i know on the show once again i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um, today I have my best friend, I have Denise, we're here to talk about something serious, so don't mind me and my stupidness to start it off. So yeah, welcome back again, Denise.
1: Uh, thank you. I also am with my most, the most annoying um, person that I know, uh, my best uh, friend, uh, Joshua. I'm not annoying. Um, Debatable,
0: but... Yeah. But anyways, um, <laughs> today is a serious topic. We're going to talk about, um, you know, how being in different environments kinda influences your mental health and just the way you react to it, the way you are with it and yeah, all of that. So without further ado, let's get into this. So we are both from Central America, Honduras and Belize. Um, Mm -hmm. and well, growing up, we have different ways we are programmed. And so those programming might not always be the best. When we look back at it But We shall anyways So Denise mm-hmm. Growing up in Honduras When you think of mental health What do you think of If you ever thought of it?
1: Um, back home I think Mental health is very taboo It's kind of like People are just like Get over it Kind of type thing do not really talk about it And like if you do talk about it It's kind of like Oh my god is she okay? Is she are they gonna like do something bad later? It's kind of like that it's kind of seen as something really bad and like people don't really talk about it or like let's say someone has like, I don't know depression as an example, people be like, they have depression. That's so bad. like like you know, like it's very taboo. people don't really talk about it. It's not a topic that's out there. And yeah, I just feel like hundreds are kind of close-minded in that sense and really don't really believe in mental health yeah. that much so that's where we kind of stand on back home unfortunately,
0: How about you? unfortunately yeah. the same um for the most mm-hmm. part mental health doesn't exist like you said yeah um, we're mostly focused on that of our physical health even that barely too because we kind of don't care in a sense in yeah terms of like our diet and you know our physical exercising and all that type of stuff so
1: yeah that's another another topic It's back home is either either you're skinny or you're fat and
0: mm. that's that yeah but but we're not getting into that but at least we kind of care about the physical side of it but the mental side it does not exist um growing up you don't even think about mental health all you know is there is a normal person and there are crazy people. That is literally <laughs> the two categories that we have. That uh, uh, yeah. That's a perfect word, actually. Crazy. Yeah. You that's just re- gave it. Yeah, you just gave it
1: away. That's yeah. really
0: and truly what it is. We only look at them as crazy people and nothing else. You're yeah. either fine or you're not. <laughs> Asylum. Uh, and, and it's sad, <laughs> you know, because that's literally what we do. And yeah. like growing up, I never thought about mental health. I used to just go around, um, I guess I was normal for the most part. I wasn't quote unquote crazy as they would want it to seem as um oh. whenever you would have like moments where you feel some type of way, what would you think about it? like you know, I know we all have sadness here and there, but there are levels to it i e depression, yeah um and, yeah. yeah
1: oh sorry, no go ahead, go ahead, um. I think because of what you said like it doesn't really exist so back in the day when i was back home uh especially when i was younger also kind of in high school like kind of grown i was thinking like i'm just having a bad day you know like it's just a bad day it'll pass but then it's like it's constant bad days you're just like it'll pass it's fine And it just keeps going, like, it's a cycle. For me, that was my train of thought. It's just like, I'm just having a bad day, get over it, take a nap type thing. So I didn't really think much about it. Like, it affected me a lot, actually, but I didn't know how much it affected me because I just kept pushing it away as if it was nothing, as if it was just like, I'll be fine. Like, you know, today I'm sad, but tomorrow I'll get over it type thing. Yeah,
0: and chances are you might not, but... Then when it gets yeah. to tomorrow, it's, it's the same, <laughs> it's the same approach.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and it's just, mm-hmm. like too many times it's like, and I've talked about this before, but it's like, oh, you know, back in my day when we were younger, XYZ was what happened. We used to have to go through this and now you guys are crying about that. And uh,
1: that's very old generation thinking i think that kind of got passed on onto us in a way like subconsciously unconsciously subconsciously yeah, yeah. is that the word i think like so. <laughs> no english here <laughs> <laughs> but like got kind of passed on to us being like oh yeah my parents are, have it, had it harder so why am i crying about this one thing that went wrong today when in reality, it's like they went through their own struggle through their own struggles, you go through your own. It's like different generations have different type of struggles. and I feel like we often compare our what our what the older generation went through versus what we are going through, yeah. which is completely different. And I think it's kind of unfair. It's kind of an unfair comparison because this generation is not easy. No. like it's not easy out there for us as I mean, much as
0: the older generation wants to push on that it's not easy out there so yeah i mean like um one thing i used to hear a lot right and i love my parents they were great parents mm-hmm. just that you know they were raising us based off what they knew yeah and the way they were raised so like um a lot of times you would be hit with the like when you feel some type of way oh this kid in that part it has it a worse than you do and X, Y, Z. I'm like, yeah, then you start looking at that. Like, you know, you're not allowed to feel any type of way because which it is true that there are others that are less fortunate or are in worse circumstances. However, it doesn't, you know, get rid of the fact that you do have a certain problem that you're experiencing at this point in time. However, yeah. that was the way we were programmed to behave. So.
1: I feel like it's kind of like the
0: way you said it's like we
1: get our feelings kind of like invalidated by that comparison like just because someone has it quote unquote worse doesn't mean you're not going through a bad time you know like just because that person is going through through something that someone else might think oh they have it worse it doesn't mean that you are not like good, you know what I mean? however,
0: we weren't supposed to see it that way.
1: No. And that's where environment comes in. And then the
0: the thing is, you Mm -hmm. know, like each and every generation has its own set of problems, like you throw us back then, you throw us into that era, we'll be struggling because we didn't know how to cope with that either. But Mm. you throw those ones from back then to now they won't know how to handle modern day problems as well. So it's like, you know, Oh, that's a good point. It's true. Like
1: I can't, go ahead. Yeah. I just can't imagine my parents trying to like deal with, I guess for us is like a lot of the competitiveness. I feel like a lot of young people are age. uh, You feel like out there like, Oh my God, they're doing so much. And you're just at home sitting like, what am I doing? Because, yep. you know, there's so there's so much competition and then you start c- comparing yourself and you feel like you are underperforming when in reality, like, you're so young. Yeah, but like, for-
0: mm-hmm. like, um, sorry. um, no, yeah, Like, for example, when I finished high school in Belize, we finished at like around 16, the average person. And then you go to do your associate's degree, which is only two years. So... Mm-hmm. At that point, when I finished high school, a lot of people were still doing only the two years. Then you work a little bit, then you get the other two years to finish your bachelor's. However, now a lot of kids are going straight from high school all the way through to master's, like all the way through. Like, I know people that are like what 22 or so and already have a master's degree and I'm here 26, just got a, well, just turned 26 and I only have a bachelor's. So it's like. Wait for it. Real? Yeah, like oh, uh. like, a, like a bunch of the Belizeans that have recently went to Taiwan. A bunch of mm-hmm. them are all the way straight through since high school, and they finished their masters at like twenty two, twenty three, and I'm like, dang. So yeah, giving me a crisis right now. You know, <laughs> like like that—that's that, uh. a problem we face now. Like you said, it's ultra competitive. And take yeah. for example. One thing that I haven't used as yet, I will probably use it too is um that I've seen a lot on social media is chat GPT. Oh yeah. And even that makes it harder because now life is becoming too easy for some people. So it makes it overall more competitive because while you would have had the capacity to do it on your own, someone else that didn't is now able to measure up to you because of it.
1: Yeah. And not to mention, like, everything keeps getting one-upped. So, like, you feel like oh, this person already did it. Now I have to top that to be in, like, to be the runner-up or something like that. So, yeah, it's kind of like with, like, what you said with studying. I find it crazy how people are like, some people are like 16. They have like graduated high school, going to university, getting their bat. The bachelor's, master's And I'm just like Dang, y'all that young I feel like old, you know When I'm not <laughs> And like It's, again is because of the competition I feel like our generation Just feels like we have to keep going And going and going and going and going Yeah, so and
0: let me tell you this I feel like our generation Nothing has gone to schedule As we thought growing up Like No <laughs> Um Let's say, like when you were younger, right? What did you think you would be doing around this age now?
1: Oh, I thought I was going to be a doctor. I thought I was going to have my life together. I was (laughs) going to be with my partner already, like getting ready to settle down or something. I'm 23, (laughs) trying to figure
0: out what I'm going to eat tomorrow. (laughs) 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 Like, Like you always thought that like 25 ish. Everything is, you're, you know, you're in place, you have a family, you have a house, you have a steady income. Here I am at 26 <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that that is very far away. Yeah.
1: And like, it's crazy because like, you think like our parents like had us like at young ages and you're just here like, I don't know what I'm eating tomorrow. I
0: don't know what I did today. So... I cannot thing. have a kid. I cannot, um, provide for, <laughs> ne- can't even provide for myself. <laughs> I can barely find a job you to know? provide for myself. So, yeah. But yeah. Um, you know, those are all the problems we have. We have many more, but, um, what we're trying to talk about is how those problems lead us to being, you know, you know, to face a lot of mental challenges. Now Mm -hmm. we grew up not learning much about it. We grew up disregarding it. And eventually Mm -hmm. we both learned it in based on different circumstances. However, before we get to those circumstances, first of all, we both go to Taiwan in 2018, I would assume that's our first time leaving home for like, you know, something serious outside of travel Mm -hmm. and with changing your scenery coming out of your comfort zone comes a lot of problems now what were some problems you faced what was it like during that transition like you know mentally
1: mentally for me was trying to be more open because i feel like as we said before like we're kind of like in a way we're kind of conservative and not in a way we are conservative and like talking about these type of things is not common so like if people will be like oh how are you i'll be like yeah i'm fine when in reality you're on the inside like oh my god i'm in a whole new country what am i doing here like you're freaking out you know but like i remember like coming in here it's kind of hard because i was kind of a bit like spiraling because i was like what am i gonna do like what am i doing here type thing and i had no one to talk about it because it's one of those things that the as you said, you're, like, kind of programmed to deal with on your own. And I found it quite difficult mentally because I was not used to the openness that Taiwan or, you know, being abroad provides because it gives you a whole new perspective on how things are. And I wasn't ready for that. It kind of, like, just hit me. And I was just like, okay, this is very different. And as much as change is good, it doesn't mean everyone is ready for change, especially yeah. when it's that abrupt. So, yeah, it's kind of, I guess, kind of my train of thought. And okay. then we
0: we get here, we go through different problems, whether it's homesickness or um, just finding your footing, because it it's as though, well, although like, you know, you might be able to not, have a problem transitioning in terms of, you know, that huge culture shock. Mm. You're still trying to find out where do I fit in, in all of this? Because you're coming from spending your whole life in one place. You already knew who you were there, what you did in terms of in your house, in your community, amongst your, amongst your peers, whoever it may be. And now you're in a totally new setting. Like got to do this from scratch again. Yeah. And then Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, go
1: ahead. Go ahead. I just say like, kind of have to fend for yourself, especially if you don't know anyone. Yeah, and it that's a whole new setting because like all your mental things that you're going through is like you can't disregard them anymore because you're on your own. So it's basically like they say, me myself and I
0: dealing with my own yeah. mental stuff so yeah and, and and that's where different locations come in because at home you're like okay whatever i'm at home you know you're you're used to everything so it just mm. becomes routine the way you treat it however now that you change where you are it's like okay what i used to do isn't working here when in reality to be quite fair what we used to do wasn't working either because it was more just like, you know, pushing it to the side and you know, just be like, "Oh, it is what it is. It isn't anything." We're like we're diminishing it and yeah.
1: Yeah. And like I feel like when you come here because you've ignored it for so long, it all come comes crashing down and you're like hit with this wave of like what's going on? Like what are these feelings? I'm supposed to ignore them, but you can't ignore them because you're again, you're on your own and you're in your own head and fending for yourself. So I feel like it's kind of back home is like because you have that stability with your family. You're like, again, as you said, you're used to everything to like ignoring the problems. And you're just like you're at home. So it's like, hey, whatever, I need a day. But here it's just like I'm on my I'm on myself. I can't just stay home and say I'm just going to deal with it. Because you don't have anyone but yourself. And as much as you have your friends at the end of the day, when it comes to your mental health and stuff like that, it's up to you.
0: Yeah, basically. friends Friends can help to an extent, mm-hmm. but you still have to be the one to make the choice to decide how you will approach the situation, how you yeah. will handle it. Because let's be real. A lot of times we get advice from friends and we just... It's like, yeah, thank you, but... um. Yeah, we, we yeah. The advice is just in and out.
1: You're like yeah, for sure. Thanks.
0: <laughs> like like I saw this um, this meme. I wouldn't say meme is like a post. Last night I saw it. It was like um, friends basically give each other advice that they both ignore. And I'm like, mm-hmm, That's that's very true.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know, like how you give your friend an advice and then like you're like you should do this and you should do that and then you go through the same thing and you don't but follow. you don't follow your own, your own advice
0: and i'm like <laughs> to be honest i feel like i give really good advice but i'm horrible at taking it and i'm like yeah, yeah. and I'm, i might be a little bit of a hypocrite in that sense
1: i mean i would say the same I'd be saying stuff to my friends and I'm like, yeah, you should do that. And then when it comes to me, I'm like, what if I don't do
0: that? What if I'm, I do the exact opposite of that? I'm, I'm very uplifting to them. And I'm like the total opposite to myself. I'm like, yeah, you you just take care of <laughs> self-sabotage. But I mean, that's true. right? <laughs> and, that's, that, uh, and And I will blame it on the programming. Yeah. Because it's hard for me to be like after what for me was like 20 years of growing up in it and being like okay this is how you approach this this is how you approach that it's hard to in a matter of no time to go and be like okay I guess well time to change this it really is almost impossible if you Mm -hmm. if you because you expect it to change like that but it's not gonna happen
1: yeah and I also feel like um because you're a guy I feel like it's an extra layer yes because you know like Central American countries there's a lot of misogyny and sexism and apparently like all of that men shouldn't feel things in a sense other than just being neutral about everything so if a guy feels like sad or something they're like oh we're so weird we're such a weird dude are you depressed like fix yourself type stop, thing stop being a girl yeah oh my god yeah
0: so i mean like i have friends and this is nothing against them but many times when i try to talk to them about certain things it's like mm. no worries don't worry about that it's very like don't worry about it don't worry about it don't worry about it. don't worry about them i'm like but i am worrying about it <laughs> yeah it's like, one of those things where it's like, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, immediately stops worrying about it. Problem <laughs> solved. I'm like, wow. You know, It's like, oh, thank you for those magic words.
1: <laughs> it's like when you say. When you're sad and your friends go, don't be sad. And they're like, oh, my God, you fixed it. Yeah, I'm no longer I'm not sad. sad. I'm not <laughs> sad anymore. Thank you, my <laughs> yeah. Lord and Savior.
0: I know, right? Like, wow. I need his yeah. powers. But it's, a
1: a like, mm-hmm.
0: it's like, oh, you're, you're you're feeling some type of way. Just relax. Oh, I'm calm now. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't work.
1: I think it also kind of goes for girls, but girls is in that sense of, like, it's more accepted for a girl to uh, express her emotions and I think in every setting mostly because they're seen as more emotional beings, but like in a way our emotions are not taken seriously. You know what I mean? Like if a girl is sad or something like that she's just like oh she's just being dramatic yeah, or
0: one just being dramatic or two she's on her period or three yeah. yeah. It, it's just at the end of yeah. the day still dismissive because yeah you're a girl you're supposed to be emotional but at the same time your emotions don't mean anything and then as a male you're not supposed to have emotions so it's like
1: um, yeah, and also feel sense. I also feel like with like guys, a lot of one thing I've noticed is, like guys deal with a lot of things. I'm not saying every every guy, but like a lot of them deal with think that anger is not an emotion <laughs> when it is. But, like, I feel like that anger comes from, you know, like, when things keep piling up. And because you have been taught to not express other emotion other than being neutral or angry about something, anger comes out. You know what I mean? Like.
0: It's the easiest emotion to get to, I feel like.
1: Yeah. And. But the thing is, like, I feel like a lot of people don't view anger as an emotion. I feel like at least for guys. Like for a girl if a girl is angry they would go like oh she's on her period. What is she on, you know? But for a guy it's like what like this guy, you know, kind of like that. But yeah. it's it's still an emotion that you guys are having and it's still an emotion that we are having, but it's just taking into different uh, uh different sides, different aspects. Yeah, I I don't guess know. you could see. Yeah. Yeah, like so both invalidating i know right
0: yeah Amazing. hey
1: you love invalidating emotions
0: <sighs> welcome to our lives right but yeah okay so as always zoom is a problem because i'm broke like i said <laughs> i cannot um survive on my own see why i can't even have a kid i can't even afford zoom <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> Um only spotify so- premium <laughs> Not even that I have Apple music with student discount that's going to end this month. So I don't know. I don't know. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, um, like we were saying, we we're talking about the different ways we see emotion and see different behaviors from the lens that we got growing up through that lens. Mm-hmm. Then eventually we change, right? So if you don't mind sharing, mm-hmm. what was a reason why, or how you started to transition to having a different perspective on mental health. If you want to um, go ahead first, but you can go ahead if you want. You can go ahead first. I need to collect my thoughts. So, yeah. Okay, sure. So like <laughs> I've mentioned in previous episodes, I think probably maybe my first or second episode, um, which is so far, far back. Um, the reason why I started to take my mental health serious was A bunch of things a lot of things that piled on i was already going through something emotional and then my dad passed away then i like that was fine it was whatever to me at the same time because like i said very dismissive of my own emotions um Mm -hmm. and then it got to a point where like you know certain things would trigger me very easily but at the Mm -hmm. same time i just kept on once again just disregarding them i remember there was this show that i watched and coincidentally, I'm like, why, um, um, maybe like a month or so after my dad passed, the new episode mm. came out and I'm watching it. and I'm like, literally it was like a replay of events for me, like mm-hmm. not 100% the same, but very similar. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oof. now I started crying in my room, thank God I was the only one in the dorm. <laughs> at the same time, once again, I, I was just like, you know what? These are just emotions. This this will pass. It's okay. This is whatever. Until one day, it got to a point where more and more things started adding on, different things from all over the place. And I remember one day I was in my room. And I started feeling like I was trembling a little bit, uncontrollable. I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like, is this debt? And then... well. <laughs> i remember Mm -hmm. i had a um basketball game at school and even in that game usually i get like what people call butterflies per se before every game it happens to me and after like a minute or two it goes away Mm -hmm. however this did not go away i'm like what the hell is this and i'm like what do i do so i finally decided you know what let's reach out to the class advisor. I'm like, um, at that point, I even, I don't even remember how that thought came to my mind, but I was like, um, can you make an appointment for me with the school counselor? Because blah, blah, blah. And she did so. And I'm like, okay, this is new because I'm not used to expressing myself in that sense. I have Mm -hmm. friends and family that I vent to. However, you know, when you're venting, it's still not the same as, seeking help per se because you're when you're venting you're just trying to get it out yeah you're not trying to get anything else from it you're just trying to let it out yeah and so i went to the counselor and i'm there i'm starting to i started to talk and i'm talking and i'm talking and i'm like um you know she has the box of tissues there just in case but i am not a public crier i will not let go any tears but i'm just there like i'm talking and my voice is cracking and i'm like Okay, so I say this, and then this is what happened. And then, you know, through that process, like, man, do I really want to be here? However, Mm -hmm. after the first session, it was like, okay, it kind of helped a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, let's go back again. And then when you keep going, and then that's when I started to realize, you know what? This is really helpful. This is necessary. And then, like, you know. My mental health, I need to take care of it because like, I can't just keep disregarding everything because I've gotten to a point where it's impossible to disregard because if I disregard, I don't know where I'll end up in terms Mm -hmm. of the way I feel in terms of how the emotions or whatever will overpower me. Just like I was in my bed one night trembling. So I'm like, yeah, I have to take it serious now. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty much it for me. Mm i
1: remember that time uh, uh with you so yeah and it ties in into how i kind of realized myself because i've been i mean if you if you're my friend you've known that there is clearly something going on but it was unspoken because yes. it's like it's kind of a thing that you want to tell your friend but it's kind of like how do you tell your friend this type of stuff you know what i mean yeah because it's it's hard to just be like yo you need help (laughs) you know kind of like that so i started noticing a pattern where for me it was like my emotions would fluctuate a lot and at first i didn't really realize I was just like, I'm angry now. Then I'm okay. Then I'm sad. Then I'm angry. Then I'm okay. Kind of like that. And it just kept fluctuating. But I was like, it's whatever. It's it's just me. You know? The coding. It's just me. This is just yeah. me. Especially when it's a
0: pattern. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, this this is just routine. It will go and it will and whatever.
1: Yeah. Okay. But I think when I finally realized that I was like, okay, maybe I should seek some help was when I noticed that that pattern started affecting other things, like mentally, like I was like, in a a mental coma. And then like, not only that, like, it started affecting the people that I care about. And for me, that's like, one of the worst things that I could do where i feel like just because i'm having a bad day it doesn't mean that i get to be a jerk to my friends about it and i started noticing that that was becoming a thing and that's when i was like i'm such a like i'm such a bad person i'm i'm doing this i'm doing that kind of like that started thinking very badly of myself and it got to a really bad point where i was just like um Disassociating is a strong word For this but like I was just kind of like Disassociating maybe isolating myself A little just so I would like stop Doing that And I remember That you talked to me about it like You went to counseling And that's kind of where Like a light switch turned on And I was like wait That's That's a thing you know like That's a thing that you can do That you can sick Seek for, and it wasn't in my head because it's again back home. Because if you you say that back home, it's kind of like you want to see someone, you want to talk to someone professional yeah, like, about this. Like, are you crazy? You? Yeah, yeah. Are you are you crazy? So like, I think that stigma was still in my head at the time, but I feel like because you took the step and you know you being my best friend, I was like, if he is strong enough to do it why can't I you know doesn't mean like I have to be as strong as you but like why can't I also take this step so I feel like you telling me that really jump started my wanting to seek for help so right after you told me about your your like appointment and stuff like that I immediately also texted the class advisor and I was like hey so I heard that this is offered at school is it possible that I can get an appointment too and yeah I scheduled one and a lot of things happened before the appointment if you know you know (laughs) and leading up to the appointment I was like smash it was like brain rot you know through the so roof. yeah it was through the roof and i was just like going off but the thing is like i'm very nonchalant about my feelings so i'm very like yeah i had a bad day it's not great i'm not doing great kind of like that and kind of sounds like i don't really care but you know when you speak to a professional, they're like, girl, that's, that's not normal. <laughs> you being this nonchalant about your emotions is not a thing because it's, it's kind of like you're not letting yourself feel things. And that's kind of where I was like, wait, hold on. This is a pattern because I don't let myself feel whatever I'm feeling. You just keep it inside. I get this fluctuating emotions where I'm just like, I'm angry, then I'm, Okay, then I'm happy, then I'm sad, and kind of like that because I'm not letting myself feel. So, uh, the more I went to counseling and stuff at school, the more I talked about it. I was still nonchalant about it, but like the more I realized, the more the counselor talked to me, she was like, you know, like she's giving me advice. And I was just like, wait, you're right. That kind of clicks. Two plus two is four. Like things started clicking. And she was like, I think that it's been too long for you. And I'm, I don't mind sharing this on your pods. So it's fine. You okay. can leave it in. Um, She's like, uh, I think it will be better for you to to get further help. So that's how you know it was bad. And I didn't realize it was that bad until she pointed it out so i got further help and you know that kind of like hit hit me it was like it was like i wasn't surprised per se i don't think any of my friends were surprised when i told all of you guys like hey so apparently i have this and you guys were like yeah that makes sense <laughs> so i was like dang all of y'all noticed. Except me. So it's kind of like that. And after that, I feel like that's when I kind of like, I started getting on the path of like, you know, I should take care of myself more. Like just living day by day is not cutting it. Like, you know, you, you need to take care of your emotions as you live day by day. So if you're having a bad day, then you're having a bad day and that's okay. But it's important to acknowledge it. And I feel like as Central Americans, Latinos, we, or, you know, whatever, we don't take that seriously. We just kind of go like, whatever, just a day, kind of like that. And that's how I took it for the longest time. And honestly, I didn't get help until last year. So it's, It's like 22 years of not doing anything about it. And, you know, when you're this far gone, it's very hard to just stay on track. You know what I mean? Uh, Especially because it's something new and kind of taboo. And then, like, telling your friends or telling your parents is kind of like, it feels like a, you feel a little embarrassed in a way. And that's also comes in with the coding part where you're just like, Yeah, so I have this, but you're kinda shy about it because you were taught to be like yeah, shh, don't yeah. don't talk about that. Don't
0: talk don't. about it. Be be strong, be tough. Um
1: Yeah. And I feel like something that really affected me was that uh people's perception that thing i feel like a lot of people see me as as this very like strong like very like i have a strong character strong attitude and it's like whenever i express feelings it'll be like girl like come on you're not like this and i'm just like dang and like dang can't i have a bad can't i have a cry every so often you know like can't i like feel bad sometimes you're not allowed I'm not allowed because I have this strong character, this strong attitude. And it's not, and it's not like that. Like I also have bad days and I had, I've had my constant bad days and that's the reason I'm getting help now because i I've been, my feelings have been invalidated for a long time. So I felt like seeking for help was just like, it's just not going to do anything like, People already think I'm this way. So what's the point, you know?
0: And, you know, one thing I wanted to point out, like when you said, (laughs) when you went to the counselor and she was like, you know, that is not okay or that is wrong or whatever, right? Yeah. Another another reason with venting to friends, while it helps to let off whatever it is, because sometimes you just need to get something off your chest. However, a lot of our friends and us as friends, we are enablers we kind of mm-hmm. we don't help we don't hold each other accountable we don't tell each other the stuff we need to hear because yeah. we're trying to protect each other's feelings while yeah. there are certain instances where you, you you still have to tell them you just have to know the right way to tell them you can't just mm-hmm. be fully blunt about it because then you are going a little bit too far you kind of have to ease it in yeah but more often than not when we go to our friends they're like oh, no, 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 that's okay. You didn't do anything wrong when in reality you really did something wrong or or something like that. So that's why even though we talk to them, nothing, I wouldn't say nothing good comes of it, but Mm -hmm. we don't get all that we need from it. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's why I think our friendship works pretty well because we've been pretty open about our feelings since the beginning like, things that go, are, like, going on, and I feel like you called me out on my, on the things that I did wrong, and I called you out on the things that you did, quote-unquote, wrong as well. So, yeah. I feel like that that's kind of, like, a little push to being, like, a healthy friendship, you know?
0: I mean, <laughs> being when, you like, get, when you get called out at first, the very first time, it's like, what well, well, what are you trying to tell me, huh? Like, you get defensive <laughs> right away, like, it's yeah. just human nature, based on the way we are brought up, that we will be defensive in certain situations. Yeah, but is after knowing it, mm-hmm. it for a while, you get to understand. Okay, I understand where you're coming from.
1: Yeah, or it's like the coding thing as well. You're like, think I'm crazy? Is that what you're saying?
0: Is there you think something I'm, wrong with me? Is there What's something wrong with me?
1: Was there? Pro- Do I have a problem? <laughs> you think I need to go to an asylum?
0: <laughs> you, know? you, you think I? You think
1: I need grippy socks?
0: We we just feel <laughs> like people are coming for us no matter what it is.
1: Yeah. And despite of your friends like being like in a good... They have good intentions. You take it the wrong way. Just because you haven't acknowledged that there is something going on. And I feel like it's not until you acknowledge that something is going on that you start to accept the feedback feedback that your friends give you just have to accept the things that they tell you like they call you out on things and you're like yeah you're right that was not cool or like um yeah maybe I shouldn't have done that or maybe I should have yeah you know done, done it differently so I think acknowledging it is the hardest part and getting to acknowledge your own quote-unquote issues is very difficult because of our environments. Yeah. And when you when you come to a country that's more open about it, I wouldn't say 100% open, but more open.
0: Yeah.
1: it It's kind of like a culture shock in a way. You're like, you guys talk about this stuff? Kind of like
0: that, you know? Like, like when you said that, you know, it's crazy <laughs> because... Oh. oh. <laughs> So um, I remember when we did this uh, research methods on something mental health We did that little research for class Oh yeah, I remember Uh And I remember one of the girls in our group After both you and I had mentioned, you know, we've been to the school counselor and everything and blah, blah, blah Like we've only worked in groups She reached out to me She's like, oh, how do I do this? Where is that? i'm like you know i'm I'm surprised because in a sense we're basically strangers we know each other based mm-hmm. on class interactions
1: mm-hmm. but
0: for you to be openly telling me you know this is what's going on i need to see the co- school counselor because xyz and then mm-hmm. i remember even talking like taking her to the counselor's office and she was like they told me i have to wait like 15 minutes and so She started talking to me and suddenly started crying. I'm like, man, people are really open about things like this. And I'm like, it's hard for me to even talk to friends about stuff like this, people that I'm really close to. Yeah. That that made me realize, you know what? I kind of like this environment for my mental sanity Mm -hmm. because people are, you know, they're able to show and express their emotions more often and not without being ridiculed to the extent that you do back at home
1: yeah and i just feel like also like i guess in a way it's just easier to talk to a stranger because a stranger has no perception of you while people that know you are like as i said because that was a stepping stone for me it's like people think oh, you're such a strong person. You're so this and that. And it's just like, y'all, I'm going through it. Y'all don't know what's going on in the Coco. And like, when you talk to a stranger, Not the it's Coco. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, y'all don't know what's going on in the cocoa. That cocoa is something is, something's going on there, you know? Yeah. But when you talk to a stranger, it's, it's much easier because you are just like, this person doesn't know me. So I feel like, because they don't have no perception of you. Uh, this is my opinion. It, it, they, they don't have no perception of you. You're just more like, yeah, so, you know, this is going on. And blah, blah, blah. So It's, it's much easier to let go of those, like, deeper in emotions. to I me. Mean, let out.
0: Yeah. To it's kind of like,
1: like, like the counselor, in a sense. You know, like, they don't know you.
0: Yeah. But. Mm -hmm. You know, finding the right counselors also, finding the right therapist, counselor, whoever it may be, is very important because (laughs) we both both saw the same one at school. Then I went again in the following school year for something else. Mm -hmm. And then when I went, like what, in the last semester we had before we graduated, she wasn't there anymore. And then so I had to talk to another counselor and I'm like and then also because the vibe i got from that counselor was very how to say while she's a counselor she's probably open to hear listening just her tone of voice i just felt the vibe of like a adult from our type of upbringing Uh, ah like that's uh the vibe i felt so it was hard to really speak about things and it's like yeah this this is not it
1: uh I think the same too, Because we went to the same one. And you mentioned that person worked for you. But personally for me, I was just like, okay, it was fine. You know, it wasn't that great. wasn't that bad. But then I went again and I got a new one. And that that one worked better for me. And she was like, hey, girly, you being so non- nonchalant about your problems. You being just like, yeah life kind of sucks. It's that's, that's something. And we need to talk about that. And like, she made me open up and like, without me, without me realizing that I was opening up. So yeah, definitely like finding the right person, counselor, professional help is a big deal.
0: Cause not, and and you're mm -hmm. a good example of, you know, if it doesn't work out the first time it doesn't mean that you stop trying
1: yeah but that is after i accepted that i need to do something about what's going on
0: yeah it's a process it it takes time
1: yeah and i think the hardest part is just accepting it because I feel like that's the most important part for me out of all of this cuz once you talk out your whatever you're going through it's it gets easier as time goes by but the more like you keep it in the more you keep ignoring it and stuff like that like you're more like it's it's fine it's fine I'll be fine you know the more you're like that it's much harder so it's like you're internalizing all of that and it shows it shows, you know, cause it's funny how like after I came here from comparison to back home and here, I got like, I started posting more on social media. I wasn't a person that used to post on social media. Cause it was Way very more. Yeah. Maybe too much.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> but, mean, I mean, you're acting out of character.
1: Rip, <laughs> rip to the people that are my close friends. I'm sorry, y'all, but yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Like I started posting more on social media, and I was never the social media type of person because I was so shy about it. Because you know I had my own issues with those social media, and like, you know, I feel like almost everyone, to a certain extent, has their appearance issues. Yeah. Which, and that was a that was a big issue for me, and my friends saw me, they started posting more. And, you know, like through time, you can tell that someone is getting more confident or healthier in the mindset. So I started getting messages from my friends back home and they will be like, Hey, like you look so much better. Like you look very happy. Now you look like much happier than when you were here or like when you were in high school. And that's like, kind of like hits you it hit me a lot because i was like well I, I i've done a lot of progress since then it makes you feel good about yourself to be like hey i did something you know and
0: and, then, and that's the thing right like mm-hmm. you're more at peace with yourself mm-hmm. you know back then you thought oh where i'm at is okay it, it's fine yeah but now when you look back at it and you compare it to it's like yeah that was not
1: yeah and people notice like not saying that it matters because truly what matters is what you feel but like it shows you know it shows when you're not doing well and then suddenly you're well or doing better at least because i get i get quite a few of those messages now like if you're like you're like man you look very healthy you look more happy you look more bright and that's such a nice thing for me to hear like because it's like yeah thank you like i've been working on myself i've been i'm glad you said that i've been working on myself a lot and i appreciate when people say that so it's noticeable to a point and like, i feel like after you acknowledge your own things in a way you kind of start noticing everyone else and you're like, maybe this person should probably, you know, it's yeah. not, a, it's not your place to say, but like you start seeing things, you start seeing patterns that related to you. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah, And then you start to make sense of the behaviors displayed by other people like, Oh, there might be this reason, like, this person isn't just acting this type of way because that is quote unquote who they are. Because yeah. let's be real, we put the that's just who I am label way yeah. too often because that's not who we are. We try to yeah. label ourselves as one thing when we fail to realize that we are multifaceted individuals, but we yeah. we assume that oh, we're this and we're only supposed to be this and this alone. And that's what happens to like a lot of guys, right? I'm not mm-hmm. saying it. it's, it's fine to be angry at times because it is an emotion. You are able to express different emotions from time to time. You are mm-hmm. allowed to be happy, sad, angry, frustrated, annoyed, whatever it may be, but mm-hmm. not all the time. Because yeah. Like when they're doing something, oh, that's just him. That's just the type of person he is always upset. Um, or they're easily irritated. Like you just do the slightest of things and they want to fight. That is not okay. There is something, some underlying problem that is causing all of this, some you know, trauma that happened in the past, something that you're ignoring that you have to confront. However, we've been taught to just put it aside. And then after years and years and years of doing that, we end up to where we are. And that is being someone that people do not like being around, people do not like having to interact with based on those negative behaviors yeah and i've
1: definitely experienced that before where all that like those feelings and stuff like that me being like that just kind of push i unintentionally push people away and yeah as you said like you start noticing a pattern you're like wait that was me or like i understand this person now And you start feeling sympathy i mean no one wants to feel like no not pity because no one wants to feel pity you know like it's feel more sympathetic to that towards that person because you're just Pathetic like
0: or empathetic i don't even know which one of the two but someone yeah
1: one of the one of those words english <laughs> 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 but you're just you're just like yeah Something is Like You You start adding up things After you get like To a certain mental state Where you feel better You start seeing things In other people That you're like Okay I was like that
0: Yeah Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I won't ridicule them Or anything But it's also like You know You cannot tolerate them Either To an extent Because it's like You know Yes there may be reasons why you act like this But at the same time You're not supposed to be acting like this towards me For no reason
1: Yeah and oh that's a very important point I think We haven't brought that up I feel like Just because you're going Through something It doesn't mean you get to be a jerk To other people And As much as you don't want to acknowledge your own whatever you're going through it's unfair to other people too you know because what, what 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 like just because i had a bad day it doesn't mean i'll go yell at you being like yeah you joshua you did this and that like it's, it's not fair to you so yes yeah, just what you said like and it's not
0: mm-hmm. i think that that comes from us as individuals thinking that the world revolves around us so we expect everyone to cater to our problems in a sense like okay i'm going through this so you are supposed to tiptoe around it which in you know i'm not saying that when someone is going through something you just treat them like shit eater but at the same time that person that is going through something you you have to meet each other in the middle that's just what it is
1: And that's what healthy
0: friendships are for. And I'm not like Mm. what, even without, without friendships in general, we don't know, like I've seen it so many times on social media, so many people post it. But when I see their behaviors towards certain people, I'm like, you guys are not practicing the things you're posting, which is a lot of people. But it's like, you know, a lot of people are going through things. Someone that you might see out on the street has their own problems. Like they said, the person you think is the happiest has anxiety. Wait, hold up. I just saw someone post something just just like this like maybe you like right before we started recording. Where is it? Um, it says understand this, you can sound confident and have anxiety. You can look healthy but feel like shit. You can be you can look happy and be miserable. So be kind because everyone is fighting a battle you don't know. Yeah. So yeah, just just be, be decent, be a decent human being.
1: Be a decent person just because yeah. you're going through it. Doesn't mean you get to be a jerk to other exactly. people.
0: Like now yeah. it, it comes back to what we were programmed, right? Someone else yeah. is going through something worse and blah, blah, blah. While I don't like looking at that approach, it comes in handy in this situation where it's like, you know, in terms of the way you act towards people, because mm-hmm. I might be rude to you when in reality you're facing a much bigger problem, but yet you have the ability to be nice to me. Yeah. So, you know,
1: that's, that's a big point. I think a lot of people don't realize that because, you know, humans by nature, we're very self-centered and we only think about ourselves and we just kind of like, this is just how I am, but you disregard other people. Along the way, so yeah, it's just basically what you just said just because you're like this doesn't mean you get to be like that
0: to other people, exactly. And, that, and that's that's a very big point, yeah. Um, mostly because I said it because you know, my always my wisdom, you know, <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, um, all in all, yes. <laughs> all in all, <laughs> what can I say? You'll see this man annoying <laughs> for real. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. But,
1: but we like, tolerate. Yeah.
0: The The main point of this is that you know you need to unlearn what you've learned in life. Um, different situations do allow you to look at things differently, and that way you get to approach things better. Yeah. And then when you're once again, placed into a different situation, it might be different, like I can vouch for myself is right now, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily handle my problems the way I did in Taiwan. And that, that has been a challenge, Mm -hmm. but in reality, we, we have to adapt because we need to find a way no matter what, because what you're able to do here is might, might not be what you're able to do somewhere else. So you have to figure it out, find different ways to cope with what you're going through. And this is, once again, advice I will give that I will ignore myself. But
1: (laughs) yeah, it's kind of the same, though. Like, you know, like you guys left and environment does change after the people you're closest to leave. And you don't have that like support group that you had before, which is I think is an important thing to have. And you're kind of back on square one. You're on you're by your own and I'm not saying you have to be dependent on people, but it's good to have that support group backing you up being like, Hey, it's okay. You know, keep going, keep doing what you have to do to better yourself. And I'm not saying I don't have a support group, but it's, it's definitely different because most of my closest friends left.
0: Yeah. The, di- the dynamic changed.
1: The dynamic changed. So I did go <laughs> through a lot after it and you know, Again, it comes with change So change Is good But it can also Change is hard And we just kind of have to come to terms With it and just Try our best To be the better Versions of ourselves Which is very cliche
0: I mean cliche A lot of cliche things Are very true Hence the reason why they become cliche yeah, <laughs> because they're very valid. But like, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of times I see just try to be better each day by one person. I wouldn't even say one by just a little bit. Like, let's yeah. say you could walk 10 steps today. I'm just saying this figuratively. I'm not meaning literal walking, but like, let's say your mm-hmm. maximum walking is 10 today. Tomorrow be 11. Next mm-hmm. day will still be 11. Then eventually keep it's just like that. It's just like when you go to a gym. You can't go and immediately lift up the heaviest weight. I mean, you can try, you probably get injured, you hurt yourself. Yeah. It's just like in life, you just get better gradually at everything. And that goes for physical and mental.
1: Uh, so that's a good way to put it. Good metaphor there. Literature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not literature,
0: language arts. Yeah. I don't even know.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you take the first step you'll take the next one eventually
0: yeah just just, so, take, just it just takes time
1: yeah and it everyone has its own pace doesn't mean you have to rush into it and you have to you know
0: just be like
1: okay I have a problem now I'm going to fix 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 it's just like one step at a time it's like one day at a time type thing so
0: yeah all the clichés just think about them because they make sense yeah
1: they're there <laughs> For a reason. Exactly. And. Example A. My friend. My annoying friend here. And example two. The annoying friend
0: too, Myself. You're annoying one. What do you mean? What do you mean you're annoying one? You are more annoying than me. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. um, It has been a good conversation. Thank you. For taking the time out. Thank you for having me. It was nice. (laughs) I hope this can at least help just one person. If it helps one person, it's, you know, to change the way they look at things, or maybe that one person that just needs that little nudge to seek the help. Go and seek that help.
1: Yeah, it's basically why I kind of, I really wanted to do this just to, if it helps one person, that's good enough. It doesn't have to help a million.
0: So if it does even better. Yeah. But with that said, I will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.
1: Peace.